2: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: Hi, everyone. Michael Kushner here. Thank you so much for joining me on the second episode of Dear Multi-Hyphenate. I am so happy to be having guests on my episodes from now on. And to kick it off, I have Lauren Molina and Nick Searley of The Skivies. I have been friends with the Skivvies for a few years now, and when I tell you that their energy and their chutzpah and their uh, intelligence is, is unparalleled, uh, I really, really mean it. They can come up with a song and a rhyme and a, uh, and a joke in no time flat, and they give back to the community. They are incredibly approachable and just good people. Uh, I just got a tattoo, actually, a, a new tattoo. It's in my grandma's handwriting. She says it all the time. It's be kind, be careful, and be yourself. And I think that's a big lesson for artists uh, today. As long as you're kind, as long as you're careful, and as long as you're yourself, you're going to see a lot of really great things come your way. And Skiffies are really good uh, examples of that. They're always kind, they're always careful because they take care of themselves. And the people around them and also uh be kind of careful of yourself and they're always I was like what's what's that list they're always themselves uh whenever you see a skivvy show you will always get Lauren and Nick unconcentrated wait no concentrated I'm trying to think of the right yeah uh whenever you see a skivvy show you will always get 100% Lauren and 100% Nick that's what makes their show so amazing I'm really excited for you to listen to this episode because even though we, uh, we go off focus a lot, that's, that's part of the fun of them is that you never know what you're going to get and there's always magic being made. I really, really hope you enjoyed this conversation. Uh, we discuss how to follow impulses when coming up with an idea, the amount of time that it takes, and uh, staying true to yourself. Uh, I real for those multi-hyphenates that are really starting to uh, plant seeds for new ideas. I think this is a really great episode for you as you learn how to uh, commit to an idea and how to not give up. Enjoy. Hi.
4: Hey.
3: hey. Hi. I have my first guests. Here on Dear Multi Hyphen, I'm so excited. It's my good friends, Lauren Molina and Nick Searley. Hi. Where do I know you from?
4: What? Well, I feel like we met through friends years ago. Yeah. And then we our, our energies just synced. And yeah. then- I
1: specifically remember where I met you, but you met him first.
4: Yeah. I met Max you Express. in an
1: elevator yeah. in Tampa. Yeah, that was it. Because we did
3: Florida Thespians. So that's when we became fr- Jesus Christ! That's when we became <laughs> friends with yes. Florida State thespians because we just like had a you know we adjudicate and teach workshops with eleven thousand kids in Florida, mm-hmm. and that was our first time was
1: three years ago. This this year will be our third year. This year is our sixth year. Okay, I cool. don't know when your first year was. I think well,
4: it <laughs> was that first year.
1: Yeah, yeah. That
4: was when you met Nick. That yeah. was your first. That year. That was my first year. Oh, that was
1: I grew up. Uh,
3: I grew up com- well we used to say competing then, but now we don't compete anymore. We just, we share what we've been working on all year. That's like the new oh, mentality of the- I see. Yes. Of the, uh, I don't want to life say, is a
4: competition. Life is a competition. <laughs> is a competition. <laughs> oh, but I love I that. That's such a
1: great way to say it.
3: Yeah, it's totally changed. I mean, we literally, we used to walk in like it was like, uh, like it was the Triwizard Tournament, like oh, all yeah. of our- and We came to win. We came to win. We would like, be like, great, we got six critics choices, like nailing it, <laughs> like whatever. But now Lindsay- you know, has really done such a good job. That was
4: the year of the sideshow, wasn't
3: it? Um, the first year was the year of the sideshow. And- we saw
4: a sideshow that had uh, actual twin sisters playing Daisy and Violet, and it was... Incredible! (laughs) (laughs) The
1: lights came up at the end, and I wasn't sitting by. I was sitting by Nick Adams, and the lights came up at the end, and I asked everyone to not look at me. Yeah, it was. (laughs) I was a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was truly. It was.
3: It it penetrated me. It was like it was just watching real. Lauren went. (laughs) It was. It was pretty great. It was. Yeah, you'll
1: never see. I will say. I mean, what are we talking about right now? But sideshow with two identical twins is watching them. Interact with each other. I will never see that again. I'll never see it. And their of a voices sideshow. were a great blend. Yeah. They were a great blend. Well, but I will never see acting that involves two identical twins literally reacting to each other as twins, and also seeing them do. So they were never say never. But I know, right? They didn't. <laughs> it was incredible. Whoever those twins were. I it. hope you're listening.
3: Yeah,
4: and they are. They are. They're so listening. They
1: but what's
3: crazy about it is they had already done the show, right? So they were prepared to like say goodbye to it because it was their like senior year musical. But then they got the news that they were going to do this at state, so they were doing it one more time. And then we said the last time, which meant they were like really saying I will never leave you, but like going to their colleges right. and like definitely leaving each other.
4: I can't believe we're analyzing this right now. It's I- really <laughs> of all things in the world Dear multi-hyphen multi-hyphenate, if you're an identical twin, add that.
1: Yeah, yeah, literally. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm an
3: actor-singer, identical twin. Um, Okay, so I want to open it. I'm trying to, like, come up with, like, tradition and, like, you know, make make this a, you know, everyone has something to look forward to every... Pod because I started listening to things and they're like games and stuff like that or like conversation starters. So my boyfriend, Remy Germanario, who you guys know as well, uh, we do something at the end of our day, um, like when we're cooking dinner, it's like, we'll do like, what was the rose and thorn of your day? So what was the rose and thorn of your days?
1: Of today? Of today. Mm, Okay. Mm.
3: Like rose being great and thorn being like, "Mm, could be better. I'll start.
1: Okay. Okay. The rose of the day for us at this moment was today, today's Monday, right? Yeah. And we leave Friday for a um, long tour. And mm-hmm. so what I felt like the rose of the day was finally, because I liked, I have anxiety until we do it together. Um, so today the rose was that we were able to sit down together in the same room and start to deal with the month of December, Yeah. which is a lot for us. Mo- the month of December is a beast for the Skivvies because that is our, our busiest month. Of shows, we have like about three days off total, and till Christmas ish, when we have to travel away for Christmas. So that was the rose of the day. Um, The thorn of the day is that I will just be personal about this. I I have to wake up at seven, and I have to I'd want to do a lot before I do my drive-in because I don't live in the city anymore. So I wanted to go to the gym and have my breakfast and my coffee before I even made it on the road. So I woke up at seven to do that, and that is a thorn of a bit because I. I'm, I used to be more awake when I would go to the gym and now I'm just like, I feel like I'm sleeping through and I want to work on that. So well, you look awake. Thorn. Thank you. you it takes beautiful. all day to get there, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so silly. No, you look amazing. Oh, I wish the nice. viewers can see. Because you took the pictures and I'm just trying to like preserve that. I've actually had my face frozen. So. We love your pictures. <laughs> I, I like
3: actually love them. If you want to see what Nick Searly looks like in this moment, you could follow him at what?
1: Clearly Searly. Clearly silly.
3: Yeah. Lo- we love it. And Lomo. 212, what's up?
4: How, what was Hi. Your,
3: what was your rose and thorn of the day?
4: I mean, I was going to say the rose of the day was rehearsal to finally make music together um, and have uh, my partner, Rob Morrison, he's, he's uh, playing guitar on this gig, and so... It's the first time we've ever had electric guitar on the song. So that was kind of like a fun thing to hear. And um, my thorn, I, didn't, I mean, wow, getting personal. Uh, I ate something at dinner that upset my stomach and I barfed. You and did? I <gasps> never barf. Ooh, I never a, barf. That's awful. So that's awful. So yeah, my tummy got really upset today. I'm sorry. Uh, but I. <laughs> i mean here we are full disclosure that was my thorn yeah
3: i mean barfing sucks ugh,
4: yeah yeah and i it was just like i ate something and then i was like oh i don't feel so great and i was like oh, i am feel a little nauseous is it because of my nerves is it because of like i i just couldn't figure it out and then i was like nope gotta go to the bathroom yeah
3: and ugh. yeah
4: so that wasn't great
3: um moving on I mean barfing I always feel like I can hit really high notes after because I raised that soft (gasps) palate so high I know but also it's interesting because I was told that that's
1: correct I love that you (laughs) just said that because last time I threw up I was like I can hit so many high notes (laughs) yeah yeah just like
3: so I'm like wow I'm open yeah nauseous but I'm open (laughs) Um, well I was also told that like the mercury retrograde is over but we're in something called a mercury retro shade (laughs) and I was like that
4: sounds like something a
1: gay guy came up
3: with absolutely I don't believe
4: that for one second. You just looked at I me just, like...
1: The problem is that whenever I hear it's in retrograde, then I'm like, that's everything. why everything is going wrong. Right, exactly. Of course, and yeah. that's yeah. what like, everybody says. Is yeah. it always in retrograde? <laughs> I,
3: I feel like the past two years, everything has been in retrograde. Two? I, yeah.
1: We're... I would say since November 6th of 2016. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, there's a big orange retrograde hanging over our heads, 100%. Hmm. Um, Okay, so let now we're going to talk. So I... I just am informing whoever's listening um, who I'm actually with and the Skivvies, which the Wall Street Journal called smart, sophisticated and ingenious, which I also called them that as well to their face every single day. I wake (laughs) up texting them, hey, you're smart, you're ingenious and you're sophisticated. Yeah, thank Um, you. The Skivvies is made up of Lauren Molina and Nick Searley, singer, actor, musician's performing stripped down arrangements of eclectic covers and eccentric originals. Uh, Not only is the music stripped down uh, with a cello, ukulele, spiel, melodica, and more, but the Skivvies literally strips down to their underwear to perform. But you guys are, you guys are incredible actors, performers, musicians, and you're so much more, you're, you're, you're well-rounded artists who you're
4: calling round. hey girl <laughs> <laughs> thank uh, you it's a holiday so <laughs> you're like thanks yeah
3: um but you're what i call and i'm so glad that you're my first guest on this you're what i call multi-hyphenates and multi-hyphenate is an anti-label label because i was tired of people being like so like what exactly do you do and i was so annoyed of being like well i i'm a performer but i'm i also photograph and i also produce i was tired of that so i came up with uh, I heard this word and I was like, that's very much me. And I was like, I'm gonna be really heady about this and say a multi-hyphenate is an artist who has multiple proficiencies that cross-pollinate to help flourish professional capabilities. Hey!
4: Okay. okay.
3: Um, so what does I want to hear from you, like what does that mean to you?
1: Like, well, you say that one more time. Yeah. For our viewers at home. Yeah, yeah. And by viewers, I mean listeners. I mean and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. listeners,
3: I mean me. Me. Yeah, because it's a lot of words. Um, so like, okay. It's um, an artist who has multiple proficiencies that cross-pollinate to help flourish professional capabilities. So basically, like, everything that you do has to, like, influence the other and lift the other thing higher. Sure. Right? It's like, you're not, like, a knitter, a singer, and, like, a roller skater. Like, I'm an actor photographer producer so like my income with photography helps me produce projects that i can be in
1: i think this is an interesting thing because back in the days when we were in college i remember a triple threat being called an actor Mm singer-dancer, right? mm -hmm. Or whatever order you wanted to order that in. And I think then when I first saw the John Doyle's Sweeney Todd in that era was called like Mm actor-singer-dancer-musician, which is like a quadruple threat, but I still think we're dealing with that hyphenate thing that you're talking about definition-wise. And now I think everything has changed because that was before digital everything, right? So I feel like that's when what you're talking about and what everyone is now is... I think you are more than a quadruple, a quintuple, a sextuple, whatever they, whatever we're going for now. I'm, Sign i feel me like, up. I'm Yeah, like, right? yes, I do feel like <laughs> I am all of those things because you have to be now. I think of um, interviews that we used to listen to of like Bernadette Peters on radio shows. Mm-hmm. And they would ask her, how has Broadway changed since you started out? And she would be like, I don't even know what I would do. Right. Because it is not the same game. And that's what I feel like the, the multi-hyphenate thing even I was in New York for two or three years, to whenever year that was. Um, I, I definitely. That's when I first clocked it. When yeah. I was like, we used to be triple threats, and now that was the multi. That was the multi hyphenate, and now it is what you're saying. Yeah,
4: you're sort of expected to do so much more. You're so you're as a performer. Um, there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot more pressure to be good at everything. Yeah, and uh, so. That, that is like one one category of it, but I feel like even expanding upon it uh, with the skivvies and um, obviously not so many people are are lucky to find a, a performer, a collaborator to uh, you know create not only music but um, you know sort of a brand together as far as you know um, the style, the the tone, the marketing, the um, the content. Um, you know, and it's like, so it has become more of a, like a business uh, aspect to, a, to it for us um, that I never expected as a performer that I would have to think of it as a business too. Okay. So I feel like there's just so many different elements of, um, you know, being being just putting your thinking cap on and mm-hmm. being like, what am I good at? and how can I use all of these different, you know, areas of my um, abilities and interests to uh, to sort of like form a career that kind of is constantly morphing and constantly changing. And I always say like, I throw a lot of balls up in the air. Hey. And I see what sticks. Nice! But, <laughs> but that's truly what's happening. Like yeah. from the first, uh, you know, from the, from my first like big blowout <laughs> No, with Sweeney Todd I was gonna say like that was my first like that was my first big break. Right. Which I saw you
3: in and you were Thanks.
4: Unbelievable. And and you thanks. know thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. It was it was she pretty takes amazing. A drag from her cigarette. What did the yeah. phone say at that time to you? She's like, "Lauren, it's all downhill from here." <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get any better than this.
3: That's amazing. That was wasn't
4: her? very good, Patty. I it feel wasn't. like I could be, do better.
3: It would be I feel like it would be more Ma,
4: like Ma, a, Ma, uh. I can't. <laughs> it's all down here from it all no. downhill from here? Ma, uh where is she? Where is she? I can't find her. I need to um Lip up. Curl, uh, curl the lip. Curl the lip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> no, I, 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 my impressions at the moment are just a little failing me, but that's okay. So, um, but yeah, she said it's all downhill from here. It's it doesn't get any better than this as far as the creative process in a Broadway show and not being the slave to like commercial, uh, requirements of like selling tickets because they were just all about. John Doyle doing his thing and he really set the precedent for what was possible and opened a lot of uh I think not only doors but like I know that's like so cliche to say opening doors yeah <laughs> <laughs> but sorry uh, but you know just like he 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 was like the gateway into all these other shows. Doing it on Broadway, and um,
1: well, he was my gateway drug. When I literally watched that show, it was the gateway drug. Yeah. I was, li- I truly was like, yeah. what can I do? <laughs> it's like that yeah. is like this. I'd never seen anything. It inspired me more than anything I think than you'll ever know. Yeah. I was,
3: uh, my friend is writing a thesis and emailed me today, and I remember the first show that I saw her in, and it was it was Little Shop. And I remember that was I was like 11 and I discovered what symbolism was through that performance. And oh. ev- whenever a character was going to die, they had a new article of clothing with their costume that was red. Yeah. And I remember oh, my mind being blown. I was 11 years old and I was like, the possibilities. Yeah, it's every time someone it's-
4: died, they put on the yeah. lab coat with the yeah. blood on it. <gasps>
1: Oh, I love that. Well, when I was a kid, our high school did, and I was in uh, I was in actual elementary school when our high school did um Secret Garden, mm. and everyone in that opening scene gets cholera. Yeah. And the red <laughs> handkerchief. Yeah. It symbolizes and I was like, that's sim- that's when I discovered symbolism because yeah. I was like, what's everyone who got the red scarf right. who died?
3: What a shitty
4: death. God. I wish I had something funny to say about symbolism right now, but I can't think of it. Symbolism, <laughs> But you've got something on your cholera. Here, Syphilism. Let me, like, hey, can you grab that for me? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um,
3: okay, that, no, that's amazing, and I'm obsessed with that. I, I, I want to talk about how you guys started the Skivvies, because um, I think it's a lot of the people that actually do listen, because a lot of the people that do listen to the podcast are people that have ideas, and they just don't know where to begin. Um, so how did you guys start?
1: Yeah. I want to say something before we tell the story oh is God, that please. we do tell the story a lot. I so know So I you just do. want to say that <laughs> what is interesting about this story <laughs> is that I – because I just want to say – because I'm tired of telling the story. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going on – Why I don't do you lie? I'm going yeah. on the record now by wow. saying – he's rogue. I'm going yeah. a little rogue because I want to say what Lauren and I had done since 2003 to 2012 – Really did establish who the Skibbies became at 2012. I love that. So, when we tell the story of 2012 and to now, is the story we always tell, right? Yeah. But every, there was a lot of foundation that went down for nine years before the Skibbies were even a thing. We poured that cement of yes. foundation. Yes, we did do that. You dug every, that. We yeah.
4: dug that hole. Ooh. We dug it deep. We did. I love
1: it. And <laughs> I know, and we kind of glaze over it by saying, like, we would do cabaret shows with Lauren with Nick or Nick with Lauren. But that happened for nine years before, the seven years of which we are. So that's 16 years of Lauren and I doing what we do, it, in which we don't ever talk about. So go ahead and tell the story, but just know that there's, like, a foundation no, I, that I, we did establish yeah, before so here,
4: the so here's the, here's the real, real nitty-gritty. Yeah. All right, nitty-gritty. Um, here's yeah. the nitty-
2: um, <laughs> Nitty-gritty. No,
4: I mean, so, so yeah. Okay, so I, uh, I met Nick in 2003- we um, got our equity cards together. Doing yes. a theater works tour. Mm-hmm. And it was a show called The Just So Stories. Mm-hmm. I played the leopard who got her spots, And I was the
1: baby elephant who got his trunk. Aww. It was
4: Rudyard Kipling's collection of stories. Mm-hmm. And, and it's and not we, at
1: all racist, but it totally is. Yeah, 100%.
4: We, um, <laughs> well, I just. <laughs> <laughs> Separate topic, but I'm just saying he's been. He Rudyard is Kipling controversial. Ha- is yeah. Con- controversial, yeah.
3: I thought you were going to say constipated. He's, he's constipated like, oh. same. Same. sometimes. Yeah.
4: <laughs> So anyway, we, we became great friends through this process because, boy, the stories, the stories run deep. Mm-hmm. And then we came back to the city and we, um, you know, we were we were doing our acting thing and we were figuring out like, uh, you know, figuring out our groove in New York City. And also, we uh, started making music. Uh, we had just graduated college,
1: too. Right. We were brand new yeah, to the city. Yeah, this was 2003.
4: This right. was frosh. Right. Like, frosh. for us. Yeah. I know it's not fresh for now. Cause I don't feel like I was really
1: in New York City till 2004, though, because of this TheaterWorks thing. Oh, so totally. I feel like in 2004, we were like, now who are we? What do we do? Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. And then I actually, I took a, um, I took a part-time that turned to full-time job as long as they let me go out on auditions, which they did at a high-end diamond jewelry company Ooh. as a assistant to the accountant. It was so it was soy random, but I- <laughs> Paid the bills. Yeah, and full benefits. And they were like, you can go on auditions anytime you need. The, they were super cool about it.
1: That's insane. <laughs> I got
4: it through a temp agency as starting as a secretary, and they're like, we know you're overqualified to be a secretary. I mean I went to you Mish. come on
3: yeah that's <laughs> unbelievable
4: yep so then I went and I was like whatever you need and the accountant was like I need an assistant to do to like input mm-hmm. accounts payables receivables and like also blah 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 I was like cool whatevs and so I had like a job where I actually made some serious money and then all of a sudden my agents were like well, this is another story, but tell it quick. We love here, it. Here it comes. <laughs> no,
3: this is story time. Money. Okay. Tell the story. So this is a good one. This though. is a really good one.
4: <laughs> so I'm on the I'm on the so, I'm on the bus because at the time I was living in Riverdale at your grandma's. My grandma's that's yeah, That's amazing. We're still trying to sell her apartment. So if anyone is looking for an apartment in Riverdale,
3: <laughs> that's well.
4: She passed, oh, and sorry. her apartment is available. Okay. Anyway, um, so is she so, still
3: there? We should hold a seance. No. Nope. Yeah. That's probably too personal.
4: Okay. Okay. Moving uh, on. Um, <laughs> so um so I'm on the bus home and I get a call from Nick Searly and he says, Lauren, I am looking at the breakdowns right now. He got them at the time and I didn't.
1: Yeah. I, I got somebody would send me them like under the table. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And he was like, I see a breakdown that has a Joanna <gasps> in oh, Sweeney I
1: just
4: got the Todd, chills. who plays the cello and I said for the love of God if I don't book this there's no reason I should be in New York as an actor I literally said that I was like if I don't get this I should not be an actor also this is before texting
1: right this is 2003 no we 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 weren't
4: texting you texted me that
1: carrier pigeon. Oh no, you
4: called me. You called no, me. No, this was not
1: texting. I don't think we had texting on flip phones back then.
4: We did text. We had basic text. We definitely. Oof, that had That
1: means basic. I had to pay a dime to tell you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. no,
4: but you definitely <laughs> called me. You called me. At, at I this know
1: point. you were on. The, you were like, shh.
4: Yeah, no. And then I was like, do I need to get that backstage pa- newspaper, like physical copy, and like circle it and highlight <laughs> Stone it? Stone tablet. Yeah, exactly. So then. Um, Cut to five auditions later where I'm getting Sondheim's approval and he's sitting four feet in front of me and I'm like, oh my God, I'm singing Greenfinch and Linnet Bird. <laughs> Sorry to stop you. <laughs> 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 but you did miss an important
1: part that I you did? went to the open call.
4: Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, no, I did. I jumped ahead. So Nick, you know, he informs me of this audition. If Lauren
1: writes a memoir, I'm not going to not be at her side. He's
4: actually writing it for me because I forget everything or I skip ahead. I jump around. My memory is clouded. With troubles, <laughs> so she she. T- so I. will so tell Nick, the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Nick. Nick tells me about off. it. Then then I um I see the open call. I'm like great. So I fucking show up at at five a.m. with my cello in hand. I'm waiting out in a line outside oh of the Equity Actors Equity Building on Forty Sixth Street. Finally, it's cold, and I like, walk inside <laughs> and cold. I sign up for my time. And then I <laughs> go in and I do my audition. And I'm like. Yes, nailed it. And um, then as I'm leaving, my agent calls me and says, I have an appointment for you. I have an appointment for you for Sweeney Todd. And I was like, I just fucking went in for Sweeney Todd. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. Well, um, so at the time, my agent wasn't doing the best work for me. Yeah. She was a little sure. slow on the uptick. Just trying, but though. But, you know, um, from that point on, she basically took over my, my, like, contact for auditions. And so she got the commission. Mm-hmm. She got it. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, you know, I got Sweeney Todd. We both were just doing, like, lots of things. And, um, and then uh, we finally were hanging out one day in 2012. So a lot had happened between then. That was 2005. We had done a lot of... Our uh, own shit. But we were
1: always... Whenever we were in New York together, we would always try to make sure that if one of us was doing a show, we wanted... I remember adamantly being like, "We're at this. We're in the same place for the same time for three months. Let's make sure we do a show at that time somewhere." So, can I ask a question then? When you're doing no, no, (laughs) this is this. We're taking over. (laughs) Um, You guys
3: should have a podcast, though. Like, no, we just do your theme songs. Yeah, yeah. Thank you.
2: Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the Bride and groom?
3: In producing your own shows and being like, we have to do this, we, we have to collaborate, we have to just learn as subtly touching a purple flower, an orchid, is that it's what it orchid. is? It's an orchid. It's beautiful. Did anyone tell, like, what obstacles did you run into? Did anyone tell you no? Where people like, what are you doing? Like, you have this one thing you're here to do. You're an actor. Like, why are you producing your own shows? Why are you playing? Like... What did what did people say to you? What negative connotation? Do you
1: mean for skivvy specific or just in general? Anything or?
3: outside. What, like anything like you were trying to do other than your EPAs, ECCs, and appointments when you were trying to be creative. What did people say to you that could have deterred you if you didn't listen to yourselves?
1: Well, okay. One thing that I remember is when I first moved to New York. So like literally when I first, my first agent and I loved her and I still love her to this day, but we Facebook friends. Yes. (laughs) New, you know, your, your, your starter agent, right? Of course. She said two things to me that I just disagreed with and I adamantly like blossomed from. Yeah. And she said, if anyone ever asks you to do a showcase, a cabaret show or whatever, um, there was one more thing and uh, don't do it. She said, And all three things that she told me, I forget what the third thing was, but it was, I was like... Like A
4: one-man show?
1: A one-man show. Probably. That was probably a one-man show. And it was like, because that means you don't don't make money. You don't want to work for money. And I thought to myself, why though? I want to be creative. And if
4: If that's an opportunity that I want. Yeah, if that's the venue that it is going to... See, the thing is with cabaret, I will say, I do have an aversion to cabaret in a lot of like, I just in a lot of the ways that it just feels like it to me needed to have some refreshment, and that I feel like that's what the Skivvies has done. Yeah. Like, um, I will say that a lot of a lot of shows that I've seen lately uh, that my friends have put on have been really exciting, really awesome. Yeah. But um, but in general, I feel like people can fall into this. Um, oh, I, got off I have the bus to, and I—I I, I just got off the right. bus in New York, and another hundred people just got off on the. Train. I'm singing
3: the song because I listened to it when I was six years old. And, like,
4: I, yeah, and and that's just not my taste, and so I feel like that's okay if that is your taste, and that's cool if you're gonna do that. Yeah. But but for there is an audience for that too, right? Yeah, Absolutely. and I don't not mean to, to discourage. There's no doubt, sure. but I I feel like um, there is. A lot of room to explore something that is unconventional and that is outside the box, and there, there always is. And yeah. so I, I feel like even if you love these tr- traditional, um, you know, musical theater songs or any other kind of songs, there is so much room for interpretation and and deconstruction, and uh, a- a- and I just feel like with the platform of cabaret being it, it is very i feel like it is accessible now um i think one a lot of the people things- used to say there isn't a business for that and that's what this is about a, a mighty
1: a, what's it called a multi-hyphenate yeah the b- podcast ma- name right <laughs> a dear multi-hyphenate which is the which is the um he looks behind the logo. Me, actually um but like that's what she was saying there is not a business in that right and there is now right and i think it's going back to also what we were talking about where how it's changed but i do think like what you're talking about there is a business in that now there's a business in what we're doing yeah there's and that is the business of it but when she was like don't do this don't do that and don't do that i actually think from 2003 to 2019 we are there is a business for that now and i think that's what's very interesting about the multi-hyphenate thing because back then there was only the triple threat and maybe musicians was new. Right. I will
4: say, like, she probably wanted to look out for you because a lot of times people can take advantage of, of young artists people and say, working like, working for free, working for free, and yeah, and you know, oh, the exposure you'll get, and sure, yeah, I mean, that's that is a thing, and you have to just make that decision. Like, uh, I perform, I still perform for free at on occasion, yeah, um, and uh, you know, I still participate in things where I feel like. I want to sort of donate my time for mm-hmm. a benefit, yeah, 100%. or I want to donate my time for um, a cause that I I think is is important. And I, um, but I do understand that if you turn want to turn something down because uh, it's not paying you enough or at all, a hundred percent, you should. You're you are worth money. You are, you know. So that is a a good question uh, to to ask yourself. Um, and to make sure that you're not cutting yourself short or, um, and, and that you know your worth, you know.
3: So, you guys recently took on a really big undertaking of what I, I think it is a huge um, uh, example of what a multi hyphen it is. Like, you took your musicality, you took an idea, and you put it on its feet. And you weren't just in the show, you weren't just performing in the show, but you helped conceive it and you helped produce it. Talk to me about Charlie Brown. Talk to me about what that meant to you because I think that as a multi hyphenate is that is the textbook
1: definition. You didn't you did not just be in it. You conceived it. Mm-hmm. It right. was okay, your so baby. what we haven't talked about yet, but I'll bring up right now to go into this. Is yeah. The conception
4: of the skivvies Uh <laughs> we never <laughs> oh, yeah, talked about we, we never that. did talk
1: about that. But this should be like a three-hour. It is going to be three hours. Three part but I will say episode. what is interesting about a multi-hyphenate in my because you you brought this up earlier and I was like what I wanted to talk about was like even what we went through today at a rehearsal. Yeah. We are at a band rehearsal, right? Yeah. But therefore, we still as mom and pop of our mom and pop shop yeah. have to wear eight hats. Yeah. It's the a lot of admin hats. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of casting hats. Uh-huh. It's a lot of producer hats, and then we have we're in it. Yeah, too. We're also
4: singing, acting, making the charts. We're doing
1: music directing things. We're doing directing things. It's a lot of things that a lot of people don't realize we do, and that's fine. But it's a lot of hats that we have to wear in one moment. So when we're talking about just getting through one chart, our brains will go to all eight places Mm -hmm. that I just mentioned. And it's the it's it, it is the, in my head, the challenge of, okay, let's just When we get to the end of it, we we make notes to do what we we have to do and what we have to do as a collective band and then what the guest has to do. You know what I mean? There's a gazillion hats that we're wearing. For five seconds. And
3: there's a musculature to it because it's it's you've mm-hmm. been doing this for a very long time. So it's in your muscles. You know mm-hmm. the appropriate times to be like, okay, this is when I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna like focus on the musicality. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm gonna put on my producer hat, and this is what I'm gonna put on my director hat. So you are aware of when you have to so off. for me, it's yeah. the wi-
1: for for my brain, and I'm sure Lauren would agree to this. It's like always when what when is appropriate to have what conversation, wearing what hat. Yeah, is always the end of the day. Right. To do list, like after our rehearsal today, just because it's fresh is why I'm talking yeah, about sure. it. This is not about Charlie Brown no, no, at no. all. It's okay. But it's um, you know, I made an email of eight things that I was like, oh, per our things that we went through today, we um have to, for us, for them, and for you. Yep. That's the, the These are the things we They're like we the, notes. the yeah. notes. Like what
4: normal people would call notes. But the, the normal
1: people of your normal work day would be like, this is what I have to come to work tomorrow yeah. at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. and open up. So for Charlie Brown, um, when I saw her in Sweeney Todd, mm-hmm. like exactly what I said earlier at the in, at the beginning of this podcast, I said it inspired me galore to be about what, I didn't know I was a multi-hyphenate mm-hmm. to this extent. Mm-hmm. And you and,
4: also didn't start playing the ukulele until 2008? 12. Wow, Twelve. Wow. 2012. And, and
1: I did take piano for a very long time, so I always was musical, but I was never like, I always wanted to do more. So,
3: yeah, but your comedy skills, also the two of you, are unparalleled. I mean, I've sang with you, and I've like sat in rehearsals with you, and the fact, like, it, the, what you guys come up with in the amount of time that you do is insanity. I mean... You're so hysterical. You're on the same page always. And the way that your brains work, uh, I do not understand it. And it's
1: It's because we do know each other too well. Yeah. I mean, it's 16 years, brother and sister stuff. So imagine now that we are 16 is what it feels
3: like. You welcome the newbies in you welcomed me in and it was as if I had worked with you for 20 years I don't know and I watched you work with I sat in
1: other rehearsals and I watched you do the same well the opposite of what you just said is that we would not welcome you in like we didn't know you for that long and that's miserable so why <laughs> would we do that no I know I know but that's the thing but that what I'm trying to say is that other people don't have the capacity
3: to be able to do that you guys do you guys are able oh we
1: want a party and we want to I know you do
3: that's what makes you so special we want a friend and that's what makes you able to be a successful multi-hyphenate is that you are open. You are open to that stimulus. You are open to playing. You are open because you have, you've trusted yourself for so long and that you're able to be like, I am a producer. I am a director. I am a musician. I am an actor. I am all these things. Let's
1: just play.
3: And yeah. that's what I think is I so do think about like the guys. trust,
4: the trusting is very important. That's, um,
1: thank you for saying that that's because nice. that's very nice of you to say.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I'm
1: not sure if I'm always aware that we do that. So you do do that. I'm just, that's very nice of you to say. You
3: do do that. You guys are brilliant, and uh, it's not only me that thinks that way. It's it, I mean, it's it's the it's reviews amazing. that you're going to read right now. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But also, but also the uh, reviews are in. that's
4: also, all I'll say. It's also
3: a testament to the fact that you try. You have tours. You bring the show all over, and you pack houses.
4: Well, like, yeah. Okay, so let's let's get back to the nitty gritty here. Yeah. Let's get back. So the Charlie Brown that we did was really special. It, it was, was amazing. Nick's idea <clears throat> that he came to me and he was like Lord. at Sweeney Todd. Yeah. He was like, what? Literally, people, what else in could we do? That theater. And so we were chatting about it, and then that was in two thousand five six. Charlie we,
1: Brown was all the way back to oh five.
4: That's when. That's when we
1: brought it up. That's, that's when I talked about it. Crazy. Because I was like, what can we do? That's What's another small ensemble concept?
4: piece? So then, wow. yeah, flash forward, Nick worked at the Cincinnati Playhouse in the park and, um, had a great director, Bill mm-hmm. Fennelly. And they had a great track record with that company. That was John Doyle's yeah. and merrily we roll along, which is John right. Doyle's. So there. he pitched it, basically did a workshop, made it happen. And we were on the creative side of it and helped cast it as well. And, um, it was a really incredible experience. Um, and uh, very eye-opening too to be on the creative side as well as being performers in it. Side and
1: note: I broke. We broke out every day. I brought a change of clothes because I sweat through everything that I wore. Yeah. It was, and now when I go to auditions, I can only think about that. Yep. Because it is, if I ever, if we ever have to be in. The oh, other you side mean of the
4: te- I was like, why are you? What are you talking about? Oh, you're talking about when you're on the other side of the creative team's table. When
1: we're on the other side of the table, not the actor auditioning, but on uh, the creative uh, team, I. I really don't necessarily know I'll go on the record by saying this. I really just want to be at the final callbacks, if at all, right, because I don't want to put myself through that stress again. I don't like breaking out and sweating through my clothes well talk <laughs> talk like
3: that we because we we have to wrap, unfortunately, this is like I love this, and I could talk about this for literally oh yeah
4: being so like as you watch auditions, no, okay, here's my one piece of advice if I could give to somebody, especially a young performer mm-hmm. You can be an amazing performer. You can be the fucking bomb-ass singer, (laughs) dancer, actor. You can nail it in every possible way. But that does not mean you're going to get the job. Yeah, It really doesn't. And that is just a harsh reality of this business.
1: It's a jigsaw puzzle. And
3: it's interesting that you bring up you could be a fabulous actor, singer, dancer. That's different than a multi-hyphenate. An actor, singer, dancer is... The package of a performer, correct. But then you have, but then a multi hyphenate. Why I have you guys on the show is because you are musicians who produce your own shows and cultivate other forms of work aside from performance, correct. So, you know, I think that there's like a a little confusion sometimes with people that are that consider themselves multi hyphenates, but there's
1: um.
4: Yeah. Oh, and I I do photographs, too. Right, right, right. Oh, my headshots,
1: my headshots are actually, all my headshots are (laughs) done by everyone at this table. Which we love. (laughs) Which we love. I'm so sorry. That you didn't do my headshots, yeah. but if you want to take a quick shot and be a part of the club, yeah, yeah, they're here. <laughs> so
3: so I want to, I think I'm just going to have to have you guys be, uh, a, we're going to have to do a second episode because there's so much more to talk about because you guys are amazing. And, and talk a lot. We're so sorry. No, no, no. Like, that's what I want. <laughs> Wait, like, so
4: the, should we tell the orig- origin story? You can edit it
3: back in or something? Or um, Yeah. Do we have time? Is that okay? Okay, okay so cool, cool, Nick cool. and I
4: were hanging out in my living room and we were like... Let's put a song, a cover song up on YouTube. And so we decided to do Rihanna's We Found Love. We set up the video camera, and I was walking around my bedroom trying to decide what to wear, and I was in a bra, and Nick said, Why don't you just wear that? And I was like, oh, well, we are stripping down the arrangement. Why don't we do a whole strip-down series for YouTube and never comment on it? And
1: And then at that same time, her boyfriend was in the kitchen and was like, why don't you call yourselves the Skivvies? And we were like, yes, what else, what else? And so we did
4: a whole strip-down series (laughs) for YouTube, and some of the earliest comments were, you guys are so talented, you don't need to take your clothes off. And to that, I say, you wouldn't have fucking clicked. So there's the story.
3: it's so amazing that I'm sitting here with you guys because I've known who you are for literally so long. It's literally I don't know if I've ever like talked to you about that. And that was also like comedic timing at its finest. Less than 30 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because it's because that's that's you guys. You literally are like on fire all the time. It's the best. You're the best. And I'm so glad you're here. And I have one more question for you, just to like tie it all up and stuff. Um what has been your most inspiring oh, wait what okay cool <laughs> um what has been your most inspiring use of artistry that you've seen another artist do recently like in the terms of multi-hyphenation like someone else that you've seen be able to like tie in all aspects of who they are uh yeah
4: I would say um just like first person that comes to mind is Morgan James. Mm-hmm. She is uh you know an amazing singer and has done the Broadway thing but has decided to actually step away from Broadway mm-hmm. and follow her path as a performing artist mm-hmm. and um you know and she is a self-produced woman mm-hmm. doing her own thing writing her own songs uh Living up her own style, loving that vintage life mm-hmm. in clothing, and I just feel like she is a, a definite multi-hyphenate um, as far as a performer, singer, songwriter, uh, uh, but also um, you know as a producer, as a designer, and um, yeah. And so I feel like that's a that's a person to acknowledge. Thanks, I love that.
3: What about you, Nick?
1: I just really went there. I was like, what? I know. I saw you thinking. I did. I really went. I put my thinking face galore, which I pinched my cheeks in, I know. But okay, I will say, I've been saying this for like seven years about this specific project. And it has inspired me the most. I think of most um, musical theater pieces that I've seen. And that's what I'm talking about. I really am inspired by the other Josh Cohen. I The first time I saw it, I went back and saw it about three times. And then it has just recently was last year. Again, multi-hyphenates. They wrote it. They're the band. Mm -hmm. They're in it. Um, Whatever journey that they had, I'm not exactly sure of all the specifics, but I was privileged and felt honored to get to see that very first one down at Soho Playhouse or whatever the one that was that flooded. I think it was Soho Playhouse. And then to see them at the west side. And then I know they were at Paper Mill and other places Mm -hmm. on the way. I truly love uh, that piece. I I I know Steve. I don't know David as much as I know Steve, and I and I feel like I watched that journey. And I was just like, I'm just so honored to be on this path with you, even though I'm not. Right. I was so inspired by that show. Um, so I guess that's my answer. Couldn't have existed. Oh my god. It couldn't
3: have. Its, oh my god. What am I trying to say? <laughs> it's literally not even the drink. I literally. Was <laughs> um, it could not have existed without you witnessing, you know, theater can't exist without the audience. So, you know, you well it just, so
1: it's, I mean, not to like keep this going, but I, I do feel like when I do shows and whenever I go see shows, I'm like, I am, I I'm often not as inspired as when I saw that show. when I walked away from that show, I bought a ticket for the next day just to go see it again. I Cause I was that. like, it was one of those experiences for me for whatever reason. And That was, that was, I guess that's it for me.
3: And you guys are that for me too, because like literally I, 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 my, my my opportunities to perform are few and far between and that's okay because I kind of created a life where that is the thing and I'm aware of that. But when I do get to perform with you guys, when I do get to exist with you, when I do get to photograph you, it's, you're so inspiring because you're so, you're always present and you're so funny and aware and open that I hope every artist here in the city gets to experience. Yeah, you the best okay. So like to make
4: this about like listeners listening in, if you have stuck with us this long. Yeah. <laughs> Which they I have. think I think it's important to know as an artist what you can do for people to want to work with you, yeah. for people to want to um, you know, collaborate with you and reach out is to always be kind to people, is to always have an open mind and say yes and. And if you maybe have, don't like the idea, yes. Um, or, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. don't like tell somebody, no, that's a bad idea. But like, you know, just be um, constructive about it. And I feel like there's just so so many great ways to be... Um, a positive artist that people will want to continue to work with, and um, and it is having levity, having a sense of humor, having um, uh, be anticipating a, a potential issues that might come up, and you know, just like being proactive and um, and and positive. So. And always, always, I think, be, be, being prepared when you can be is just, like, a basic thing. I just wish
1: that somebody would have told me, like, in high school or in college or whatever to embrace what made me weird, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. I think that's what you have done.
3: Yeah. Thank you guys so much for being here. You are the best. And uh, so when uh, – what are some shows that we can catch you in next –
4: for our all of our updates, I'm not sure when this will air, so all of our updates are on either com or laurenmelina.com.
1: Nicksearly.com. Or, or Instagram handles. Any of our handles, which is Clearly Searly. Yep. Lomo212. Or the NYC.
3: And I'll always like post about you guys like I always do, so you can remember to follow. We're
4: very easy to find on the internet. Yeah. We're online all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are
3: the best. Thank you so much for this. This podcast is produced by the Broadway Podcast Network Make sure to find me online via Instagram at the Michael Kushner or at the dressing room project or on Twitter at M photo and visit me online via bpn.fm forward/dear